Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Thank you for joining us today, November 1st, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. So today, November 1st, we celebrate the Solemnity of All Saints. That's true throughout the Church Universal. Interestingly enough, though, this feast was begun at Rome in the year about 608 by Pope Boniface IV. And he instituted it in honor of Our Lady and all the saints. And since then, that feast in honor of Our Lady and all saints was extended to the church at large by Gregory IV in 829. An interesting fact is that Pope Pius XII added the invocation Queen of all saints to the litany of the saints after he was released from prison on May 24, 1814. Likewise, it's also a special day in Ancona, Italy, Ancona is the capital of the Marche region. There is an image of Our Lady Queen of All Saints, sometimes also called Our Lady of St. Ciriaco, who is venerated in the cathedral where the image is housed. Now, the image was gifted to the cathedral after a miracle in 1615. A certain Captain Bartolo from Venice was out on the sea in the midst of a turbulent night storm. And as he was there, he noticed his son fall into the water. Humanly speaking, there was nothing that could be done, so he cried out to Our Lady, begging him to save his child. Well, the miracle was granted, the son was restored to the boat, and in gratitude, he ordered the image to be made and then gifted it to the church. But the story doesn't end there. On June 25th, 1796, so almost 200 years later, the image began to move and to open her eyes. Her eyes were slightly closed and slightly open in the original. And she moved her eyes for over six months, revealing these eyes full of compassion. Now, a year later, Napoleon I visited the image in 1797. Now, thinking it to be a trick, he decided he was going to remove some of Our Lady's jewels, some of the the votive offerings. But strangely enough, in the presence of priests and many onlookers, as he laid hands on the jewels, he suddenly grew pale and shaken and ordered that the jewels be replaced. Now, what happened, what he felt inside, we don't know, he never said, but people acclaimed that Mary had opened the eyes even of the stubborn general. Likewise, today, November 1st, recalls for us the miracle of Our Lady of the Palm in Cadiz, Spain. It was on November 1st, 1755, at about 10 o'clock in the morning, that an earthquake produced a tidal wave that entered into the city. Now, elsewhere, this tidal wave created huge amounts of destruction. In Lisbon, for instance, the city was largely destroyed. At the sight of the approaching wall of water, two priests entered into the street with a banner of Our Lady. The water had almost reached their feet when one of them, uh, a father, uh, Father Macias, uh, Father Francisco Macias, firmly planted the standard with Our Lady's face and said, Hasta aquí, Madre mía. Thus far, my mother. And with that, the gigantic wave simply turned back, saving the town and all of its inhabitants. So for today's Marian meditation, we can think about Mary's holiness. We'll borrow a little bit from a meditation by Father O'Connell in his book, The Life of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He starts wondering, okay, well, what what is holiness? He says, well, to be a saint is to live in conformity with God's will. Holiness is the love of God and a close union with him. Now, from the first moment of Mary's creation, she had greater virtues and a more intense love for God 
than all the saints and angels combined. He says, Her holiness as far surpasses their combined sanctity as the waters of the ocean surpass those of a little stream. In the book of Revelation, St. John writes, I had a vision of a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, Blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power, and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. What's interesting is that with these words, they're verifying, they're proving true the prophecy of our queen. All generations will call me blessed. Because they're also singing her praises and honoring her, the mother of God. Why? Because she's the mother of their savior and redeemer, through whose merits they're now enjoying the blessings of heaven. They will bless God because he showed the strength of his arm in creating immaculate his virgin mother their queen. So today we can ask ourselves, do do we remember just how blessed we are to have Mary as our mother? Do we remember that she's our model, our mother, and our helper? Do we try to be part of those generations which will call her blessed, not only in this life, but through all eternity? To do that, we should imitate her, not just in words, but in actions.